0: This episode of All Things Business, the podcast is brought to you by our digital media partner, DFA Law. DFA Law, providers of expert and dedicated legal advice to businesses and families since 1838. DFA Law, the law firm for life. Fraser. Ben, how are you? I'm good. You? Yes, very well. On the road again.
1: Yeah, I know. Describe where we are. Well, those watching are going to have a bit of an idea. Yeah, I was going to say. For those yeah. listening.
0: Those listening. We are in a picturesque Northamptonshire village off the A14, um, surrounded by stone, exposed wood, far, far too many beers to choose from. I know. And, and me number little, nine. Number, yeah, I know, yeah. Straight, straight in on number nine. But, yeah, we're in um, an absolute cracker of a pub in in lowick some yeah. people may know lowick we got particularly famous recently we'll, well come on to that a bit later we're with another celebrity this time aren't we we are
2: celebrity of food and drink within <laughs> northamptonshire
1: <laughs> richard gordon how are you
2: very well thank you yes uh, and welcome welcome to the snooty fox well,
1: thank you for having us mate yeah pleasure um so we've we've sort of known each other for a few years through I was probably through the food and drink, the food and drink awards yeah. and seeing Bumping you into each yeah bump other and, into you there yeah. and see you go up and and get an award and uh and, well yeah. you've had a few awards over the years been a few and yes. uh and more recently turned into a, a sponsor there Category yes, sponsor. yeah we
2: took the decision to uh be category sponsor and step away and let other people then take the glory of what we had and what all goes with it because there's a lot to go with it and to winning um and to help some other people. Through the ranks, really, I suppose. Yeah. yeah.
1: We'll come on to Saltburn in a bit, <clears throat> because when that all came to um, the news, so to speak, I reached out to you and said, could we come and... Come and see the Snoopy Fox.
2: Yeah, Everyone's talking about Silent. I, I like, know. Yeah. Well, I haven't
1: watched it, and Fraser told me about a, a particular scene, which I think he enjoyed, and oh, I definitely didn't. It came in the graveyard. Well, <laughs> oh, well, that was
0: one of my favourite three. One of my favourite three. We won't, <laughs> we won't spoil it, but no, I, I, that came with a warning. So I, I said to Ben, like Ben, you m- might not want to watch it because it's um, it is what it is, but it. Uh, I, a lot of people we get frustrations with this in northamptonshire that we don't know everything but we know the corners the nooks and the crannies and you've got an amazing pub um, that has become yeah, let's let's say as famous as the film because you've got people coming to see it but we'll we'll get onto that because that's that's the, the not the most important reason why we're here but ben probably alluded to it but for people that don't know greedy gordon the group um, the um, locations, just give us a, a whistle stop on on that.
2: How long have you been doing it first? I've been in the industry all my life. So, 20 enough. years. Uh, yeah, I wish. <laughs> 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 Near enough 40 now. Um, so, been in the industry all my life. We started with the Red Lion in 2018, we took the lease on at that. And then we expanded. Um, now we've got the pig and waffle in Grafton Underwood. And then came along the Snooty Fox, which is where we are today. And then we've got the newly opened farm shop in Woodford and the cafe, the buttery cafe which sits next to that. So five five different sites, all under the Greedy Gordon umbrella.
1: And there's an online business as well.
2: Uh, yes, we also sell cigars uh, that we post out all across the country. Birthday card cigars, sort of birthday gifts, that sort of thing. But it's all stemmed out of the pubs and what we created really. Um, and yeah, and that's it, uh, in a nutshell, really. That's,
1: and you, you started life as a, as a chef, didn't you? Straight out of school?
2: Straight out of school, Corby College. 16 years old, three years full-time. City and Guild, 706, one and two, best thing I ever did. Really? Traditional French cookery, I was taught, I still remember it all now. And then went on from there, and spent my whole career locally.
1: So you haven't ventured outside of the county as a um, chef?
2: Opened a restaurant in the south of France, did you? Yeah. Oh, nice. With uh, an old Saints player, Johnny Howard. Johnny
1: Howard.
2: Johnny Howard, yeah. I don't remember him. Worked with him for a couple of years in Bezier, about 10 years ago, uh, which was a great
1: experience. experience. Yeah,
2: yeah. That, was, that was great. And then came back and uh, in the red line, we took the red line on and we've not looked back since. And here we are now. We're just about to enter our seventh year. So all things <laughs> go in. It, it's... Uh, <coughs> Been a real whirlwind really
1: i can imagine and across the the group the venues how many how many staff have you got
2: they currently on the books at the minute i think we've got just shy of 100 about 100 wow. staff that's impressive.
1: it's really impressive
2: yeah. but um, we,
1: i mean we touched on this before we started but i mean 100 that's a big i know the definition of an sme in this country is five to 249 employees and i've said this many a times if you've got 10 people in your payroll it's a lot different to have 150 right yeah, yeah. 100 people that, that's a that's a that's a in my
2: eyes that's a very substantial business There's a lot of people to manage um but our duty of care is to our employees yeah uh, without our team we would be nothing yeah literally and our success is down to our team yeah and the people around us um, if it wasn't for them we wouldn't have anything so and what's
1: the what's the what's the key there is it obviously the back of them in terms of career progression is it the is there a bit of flexibility in terms of letting them have a bit of variety by going venue to venue maybe
2: yes um i think work life balance we tend to try and offer as much as we can within a hospitality trade and me growing up in it there was no work life balance Mm. you're expected to work thursday friday saturday sunday in on Monday, very little time off and you're back to it again. And lots of hours, you don't get paid for any overtime. That was the old school way, wasn't it? But that's not the way we do things. Work-life balance, most of them are on four-day weeks, especially the chefs. Really? Uh, so they get three, four days off a week, a weekend day as well. Um, and it, it works. I think, to retain, <laughs> we've retained a lot of staff. 60, 70% of our staff have been here three, four years plus.
0: That's what I was just going to say. The staff retention is possibly... Uh, extremely challenging in hospitality because there's not as many people going into the industry anymore. Um, But also, I was at something with Northampton College the other day, where working in hospitality is a sort of like a a, a footstep into your career, whether it's work experience, part-time when you're going through your education, the amount of skills that you learn working in hospitality, it's unreal. Customer service, working under pressure, mm. working to time scales, working as a team. Mm. The fundamentals are here and it's amazing.
1: Well, I, I got here just after nine. I've come in the tradesman entrance. You've got two, two chefs in there. I Went past the lobster tank, <laughs> which I, I, I was like, wow. <laughs> and they're here at nine o'clock and, you know, I'm guessing that's all prepping for lunch service and stuff.
2: Yeah, prepping for lunch. We've got bookings this lunchtime. There'll be four of them in there at lunchtime um, getting ready for service really every day because everything's homemade. We cut the chips, we cut the potatoes, uh, we make as much as we can, you know, so everything's fresh. Uh, So it needs a good team of people to be dedicated to then produce that consistency because I think that's another, a big plus for what we do is we're consistent. Yeah. Consistently good. Um, I think I can say that. Yeah, of course um, you, can. Yeah, you can. You can. You One
0: hundred percent, you can say that because you are consistently good, but you also you believe in it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Hospitality is in my blood; it always has been, um, and it was always a big thing. Of I wanted my own group of pubs, and here we are. <laughs> you know, five years later, here we are. What
1: What's been the biggest challenge over the last? Or lo- well, I, Win and learn. I think Man,
2: Nelson Mandela said that, didn't he? Yeah. Well, what, I, I think what's no, the bigger, we have lived and learned lesson? massively. Financials. You know, who teaches you how to how to expand? And also, I didn't realize until today that you took the keys for the Snooty Fox when fourth of January, twenty twenty.
0: Oh, such oh. a great year. How was your, yeah, it was. Yeah. How <laughs> was your Donald Duck?
2: Well, I was I was gonna say this before before you
0: came into it that. Seven years as running the businesses and the venues, the last four of those have possibly been the most challenging four years in business for the last, yeah. oh, I don't know, go back to the World War,
2: Second World War. That, it has th- th- been challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it has been tough. But we, were, we also took another lease on mid-COVID, okay. which everyone thought we were nuts, but it was on our radar. It was one that we wanted, and that was the pig and waffle. So we got the keys for here, and then the Pig & Waffle, we got the keys a year later in December. This still wasn't open, um, purely because the renovations we needed to do here were huge. Then um, there was a lack of supply, a lack of material, a lack of everything, really. Um, plus, we kept pulling bits off, and the, the bits fell off. and then we had to- <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. And then we had to go and find some more money to, yeah. to do what we did. You know, We invested near and off into a million here, uh, doing what we did at City Fox. But then also what we did at the pig and waffle as well. We probably spent another two hundred thousand there doing what we need to do there. Um So
1: you've backed yourself in one of the in one of the toughest times?
2: Yes. Uh went and borrowed lots of money and uh here we are. We survived.
1: Um but you've got one of the arguably one of the most consistently um recognised yeah, Pub absolutely. groups in, in the county, for sure.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think in a time when hospitality got beat up and beat up incredibly badly, you you saw opportunity within that. But growing up and working in that hospitality industry, it, it's fair to say, you, not that you know what people want, but the venue wasn't even open when we arrived today and it was warm, it was bright, yeah. it was light, and it was welcoming. Because so I, I haven't
1: been here since pre, since you've had it. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's a very different... Um, very different to what I was expecting. But the industry is you're twenty four seven, three six five. I imagine, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, if I can, where, where's the 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 pub or the restaurant that you go to when you want to have half a day to yourself, or you want to go for a nice nice meal? Where?
2: Northampton, uh, always New Ovo with Stuart. Ah, Stuart, <laughs> it's a lovely,
1: great place. guy. Yeah, he's okay. bringing back um.
0: No I'm, there in, I'm there in a couple of weeks. The Northampton mm-hmm. lunch. Yeah, that's yeah. it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. always get treated like royalty. I've known yeah. Stuart for a long time. Uh, he's a great bloke. Fantastic business. Beautiful restaurant. Great yeah. food.
1: Yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot. Like, I like Stuart, and his uh, his son's doing really well. I think with his cocktails. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the bloody um, name, but he does. He does a cocktails, which look great. Yeah. I, I Always like to have a bottle of red when I go in there before I sit down.
2: Great Italian red. Yeah, Yes. Yeah.
1: nice Amarone or Yeah, you get one off the rack, not on the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I've got just the one for
0: just you, Just the bed. one for you, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those that I think, if you use Nuovo as an example, Nuovo knows exactly what it is. It's traditional Italian- Great service. Great service every single time. Doesn't matter whether there's five people or a hundred people in there. It's consistently, as you said- Good. Uh, It's excellent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Consistently excellent to go from that. And that's what keeps people coming back. People, personally, I think some people think that running a pub is easy. You, that's probably you no 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 not me not me but <laughs> yeah it's real easy <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no I, I use I, I, I put a couple of pints Fraser I use the pub in my village the stag we've been there hard. every
1: day with a wine you're in there yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> every um that's had so many different people go into it because they think running an establishment is easy we only need to do this we only need to do that but I said this to you I said this to you last night that People buy from people, and if you're not a people person and you're not totally ingrained in it,
1: mm-hmm. that shines. For I don't us. know if the owner of that is uh, not a people person, is he? He's got great staff there, but
0: uh, no. Well, they're, they're, they've reopened doesn't... again, and, and they're, those guys there, they're ingrained. The, the guys that have taken the wine bar that are doing really well, they uh, have yeah, taken yeah, that, yeah. so they've got an understanding of the industry. Before you haven't had people that have done that, and I know you've got to start somewhere, but. I'm a true believer. If you love what you do, going to works it's considerably easier because you enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it reflects on your attitude and the way you are. And if you love what you do, which I really do love what I do <laughs> with a passion, and what everyone does here. You know, always say when we interview, we love what we do. Yeah. So if you love what you do, you're in the right place. Yeah. You'll enjoy it.
1: Yeah. For for the real ale drinkers out there. That are listening or watching this, um, I uh, I noticed you've got nine beers of the week. Well, nine beers and they change every week. The
2: well, Lucky's not so much. Lu- that's, the, they're, uh, that's a beer wall. The, so oh, the beer wall, sorry. So the beer wall. So they're, they're, uh, it's more keg So than real so, ales. So we've got three real ales here. We've got the Timmy Taylor's, Tim Taylor's Dark, and the fantastic Digfield Ales. who's just up the road now, all. Brilliant. Um, and then we have nine beer. Beers on the wall
1: lucky saints 0.5 and then you've got le chan yes. blucher no
2: le chouf le, le, chouf, le, chouf. So le chouf which Belgium. is like an 8.8 it's an 8.8 we are actually le chouf ambassadors for the uk um, wow so because we sell a lot of their products uh they've chosen us to be the uk one of the there's many i think i mean not just yeah UK, but we are proud and yeah and to so have that title be. of the uh le chouf um, ambassadors for the UK because they really want their position in the market in the UK because it's not a big one I don't think I don't think a lot of people understand how these beers work you don't drink a pint that's the worst thing you can do drink it by the half or the third
1: yeah really, at 8.8 I'll be having a couple of thirds I think <laughs> <laughs> but it's great, be it's great beer it's just full of
2: flavour and, uh, and it just goes to extend what we do we've got quite a heavy Belgium Influence here, um,
1: no, it's fantastic. Like I, I, I think it's great because you've it's the variety. So, I'm um, the the menu. How, how often do you and your chefs here would would change up the menu here? Most weeks,
2: really. <sighs> Two dishes changed this week. So uh, we've just done a local game pativier. Uh, so it's encased in uh, puff pastry. So uh, it's um, pheasant from Lamport. It's come off the shoots in Lamport. It's uh, local fallow deer that was shot in Bowton, Bowton Estates near here, yeah. and pigeons from Woodford. Um, so then a few other bits who aren't quite so local, but um, yeah, yeah. you know. So we, we've really tried to enhance the land, put it into a dish, yeah. and do something really local with it. And
1: is that you? Is that you giving creativity and license to the to the chefs, or is that led by you? And is it a
2: real? I am the 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 foodie. Yeah. We're not the foodie. So where do you I get, I get your
1: inspiration from?
2: Just watching things, uh, different restaurants or just, and then just having that excitement about seeing some food and creating something different, yeah. you know, just trying to be different, but also involving the team. It's very important to involve the team. You can't just tell them what to cook. They're yeah, not yeah. programmed robots. They, yeah. they need a bit of flair. They need to have their, their stake in that dish. excuse the pun (laughs) excuse the pun (laughs) sorry
1: any vegans out there (laughs) but yeah so if you're um, because one thing I've noticed here like this is it'd be great for a family Sunday roast like the different areas that you've got you could come here for a business meeting for sure over lunch but then if you wanted to me and you come with a couple of pints and throw a couple of arrows. I said to Arthur, I said it's a good We've job our office
0: well. isn't next <laughs> to this pub because it we we probably would work out of it most days. But you have you've like I said, when you come in, you've got that warm welcome feeling, you've got the dining area, the bar is incredibly smart, it looks awesome. And then you've also got what you got space invaders, you've got the dartboard, yeah. you've got the billiard um, board, you've got everything here and you're catering to
2: all.
1: What what would be your um go to me, I appreciate you, you changed a couple of dishes most weeks, but what would be your go-to meal and, and, and drink for that you'd recommend someone coming here for a on a Saturday lunchtime?
2: On a Saturday lunchtime, well, uh definitely a half of the tooth to start it off with. Um for the non-alcoholics, we always have a draft, low alcohol. And we've got the I think it's Belgium as well, the the one the Lucky Saint that we've gone on at the minute. We've had all sorts of different ones and they've sold really well. Um And to complement that? To complement that, our pies. I know it sounds a bit boring, but our pies are legendary locally. We sell them in our shop. So what you you eat here, you can actually then go to our shop and buy and take home home. and eat. Um, So we make everything in-house and our pies are to die for and they're starting to get a real sort of bit of a talk locally. We take 36 at the shop and they'll be sold in an hour. Really, people have waited for them. There's a waiting list for them. Um, yeah, so the pies are oh, fantastic. Try I'm that. a big fan of a pie. We're not, we'll no, no, yeah, it, it's breaking just, news. It <laughs> Fraser likes pies. No, a lot of the Me time, too. yeah, a lot of the
0: time on the restaurant reviews, I'd always go with a pie yeah. because I just can't
1: beat a pucker pie. Well, uh, well, uh, well, all right. This is di- this in its time and place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was going yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so to like no, it's it's yeah. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's terrible, yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah time, right time and place. Right, yeah, cut, out. yeah <laughs> cut that out. Fucking pucker pie.
2: But yeah, sounds really boring. But you know, we're a steak and lobster restaurant predominantly. Yeah. So obviously, then the next level is trying our steaks, Um dry aged from Aubrey Allen. Um we've got a kilo T bone at the minute, which is uh out of this world. Um and it's cooked over hot hot coals. We've got a rock ox grill and a rock ox oven that we do all our cooking in. So everything's flavoured with uh, wood and coal. Um and then the lobsters, which is quite different. Yeah. We're quite landlocked in Northamptonshire. Yeah. Again, lobster's always been a passion of mine to cook for years. Done it for years locally bit always sold well it's not a cheap product obviously but then for us to drive the price and to try and get it at a reasonable price on the menu it's never going to be cheap but we've we store anything up to 70 kilo of live lobster on site um, and we try to get it from good ethical producers we use a company in wales called lockdown lobster so he's got a little boat that bobs up and down goes out pulls his nets up personally speak to him right Richard I've got so many of this size I mean that's that size. right okay pops it in the post and on they arrive brilliant um, very difficult this time of year because of the weather yeah yeah so the supply is very sort of so we sort of had to fill that out with a bit of Canadian you know uh, just so we get the continuity of supply but um, yeah, we've learned a lot over the last couple of years how to buy where to buy it from and, and to keep that consistency and keep great supply of big lobsters no one wants a little tiddly lobster, do they? <laughs> I
0: love <laughs> that lobster story because I'm like I don't I don't fish, but I love fishing programs. Any documentary on Brixham, I'm absolutely engrossed seeing that coming in, how it gets shipped around and everything. But I've just got this vision of. Somebody at Lockdown Lobsters pulling his net up, ringing his customers, and going right. I've got six in this barrel, twelve in this one. Yeah, that's the it, old yes. sell, I've got you. Sell, yeah. Sell. you know, yeah,
2: you know, you've bought more offers, so my, you know, you've got first dibs at yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, It's It all yeah. works that way, but yeah. yeah. And
1: um, Fraser was telling me about a new, a new phrase, which brings us to well, yeah, why the, we're the, here: the, jet the, jet setting,
0: set jetting. The 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 Saltburn sort of made that trend that people are now. Discovering, rediscovering famous places within Northamptonshire and, and, and throughout the country where films, documentaries, TV shows have been made because
1: the, oh, look, they the want to be they want to go yeah, and see it for themselves. Uh, the
0: amount of influencers, um, friends that you've seen that have given an Instagram moment just discovered Lowick that we're going to Saltburn and then, oh, hang on, a mile away. Bang, that's so, the Snooty Fox.
1: So you t- t- how, did, how did that impact you and talk us through that?
2: When we first opened up in, it was two years ago, and suddenly, we opened in April and then June, These film crew arrived and said, oh, we're filming locally, can we come for dinner? Well, yeah, of course we can, we'll book you in, not knowing what's going on. And suddenly, a few weeks later, there's all these famous faces sitting in the restaurant. Um, it was in Pike and Emerald, whatever her name is, and Richard E. Grant, Margot Robbie, that sort of uh elk, so to see, so we spent the whole summer feeding them
1: margot Robbie
2: um and it was uh quite surreal, really just but they used to play darts with the customers and uh they they were just great people, they were um easy going, easy to please really um, and
1: and fast forward now obviously
2: it's it's been released. Well, it was all forgotten about, wasn't it? it was yeah. On our end, and then suddenly yeah. it came out just before Christmas on, I think it was Netflix, wasn't it, or wherever it came out on, and then suddenly everyone started talking about it. it's on at the cinema. We're going to see it, and then it died down a bit. Christmas, and then January, it just exploded. Like, there was a TikTok video that the local lady did, and. Showed everyone where everything was, and then just suddenly explosion, and there was a massive explosion of people. And, and she said, "Oh, we well, need to park in the snooty Fox car park and start there." Which yeah, is great. You got
1: plenty of car parking, don't uh, you? Plenty yeah. of car parking. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and then they came in their droves, really. And like, so how far, how far away are people coming from to come and see Loic? Three, four hours drive. Really? You see their videos, <laughs> like that, because they tag you in. And yeah, we started on our three-hour drive on a Saturday morning. And they come, park here, walk up the house, come back here. They have lunch, film it all, and yeah, it's great. It's so, just yeah. yeah. It's the power of
0: social media that you you the the Saltburn film went viral as a film for strange reasons, and then oh, well, it's a real cult.
2: Uh, thing absolutely, now, isn't yeah. It? Absolutely. A bit of a,
0: we just got to decide which one of us is going to dance naked to um, Sophie ellis bexter at the end. I don't think anyone wants to see that. <laughs> well, I haven't seen the film. <laughs>
1: don't know if I need to watch it or not.
0: Weirdly, it's, it is...
2: Don't watch it with your mum.
0: That was the funniest thing over Christmas. <laughs> families were together. Yeah. Oh, we'll put Amazon Netflix on. Let's watch it. Oh, Saltburn's
2: trending. Can yeah. you
0: imagine watching that. Oh, no way. No, thank <laughs> you, sir. But that power of social media that you've had... I mean, I can't remember the two fellas that are in them. Well, oh, Barry is one of them, but I can't pronounce his surname. He's now one of the most instantly recognised actors in the whole of the world.
1: So instantly recognised, you can't remember his surname.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Kieran. I Kieran, can't remember his name Kieran, either. Yeah,
2: it's, I'd, I'd embarrass myself if I got it wrong, so I'd go without it. I mean, but, Richard, Richard E. Grant was in here quite a bit, and yeah. he, he was quite entertaining. And we did the rap party for them. We did a quiz night, we did a quiz night, and it, the place was just packed full of them. Oh, fantastic! And it was, uh, there's loads of photos and bits on our Instagram page, and bits you can have a look and go and see do, it.
1: Do you know what? Everything that we've discussed, right? I, I do believe in fate. I, I, I believe good things happen to good people and when the time's right. And I think listening to your journey over these last few years and taking the keys in January 2020, I don't know, there's a little bit of me that's thinking you, I, I you, you guys say, were meant to I do sort of have, sit there that. at night
2: <clears throat> and I think maybe there is a God up there. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Because it's just been fantastic for us. It's been great for trade. It's put us on the map. It's not yeah. just about that. You know, it's about what we do and everything else, but it's just put the icing on the cake. Yeah. really has Yeah, I think by having that it,
0: it, right time right place like Ben says everything happens for a reason and if you'd have a three to six month difference in taking the keys or anything like that that opportunity could have been missed or, or, or not happened and thousands
1: of people have benefited
2: from this wonderful uh, what I will say if COVID hadn't have happened this pub would not look like this well it's because because we didn't open because we were closed forced to be closed so i kept pulling bits off and think well we can't do it let's pull that off actually oh, so wouldn't have looked as good as it is now. no nowhere yeah. near uh, we were only going to give it a lick of paint and open uh, but instead we've reconstructed we you know we ripped all the toilets out back to the tiles the kitchen was always going to be done but and then the bar we ripped all the back of the bar off did everything we replaced everything um, and gave it a real good new what well, they call it? Country industrial, if there is such a word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if there's not rum with it. So it is. It's, it's picturesque while you're in it. It's yeah,
1: yeah. It's exceeded my expectations. And we, we shall definitely be dining here. Um, for regular listeners, we always like to end with um, our famous question, which is dinner party guests. So you've got a, uh, you're, you're going to Nuovo. Stuart's got you the best table in Nuovo Saturday night. Which four people are you taking with you? Past or present? Past or present?
2: Um, probably Marcus Wearing, Gordon Ramsay, um, Raymond Blanc, um, and what, one of the Rue brothers, I think, would be interesting. I'd quite like no, to sit down No with pressure them. on the It. Yeah, moment. I was going to say, Stuart <laughs> will be absolutely hitting himself there. <laughs> Uh, Great right, yeah. right table that. Yeah, oh, it it would be, it. wouldn't it? It
1: would. I'd yeah. love to. I'd love the the conversation because, uh, yeah, that that's um that's a pretty impressive table that.
0: That is an impressive table, and I think, as I said in the the, the last time we asked somebody this question, is your table guests really tell a lot about you? That that passion that comes through the the fooding. yeah the, the 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 industry and everything, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to say a wrong word at that table
1: if I'm honest. no I wouldn't want to serve it either. <laughs> 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 I'd want to Be look
0: quite fr- interesting. No, no really brilliant. Like, yeah, from
1: um, Richard, thank you for um letting us Pleasure. in and sharing your yeah. story. We wish you the best of luck this year, and thank um you. and you've I think uh, I've learned a lot about you and, and, and the business in your team. So, uh, yeah, thank you ever so much. No, both of
2: you, thank you. It's thank been a pleasure. No, great job, thank you. Well done,
1: Fraser. Well done, Arthur.